Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Money Girl podcast, a show that covers what you need to know about money. My name is Laura Adams. I'm a personal finance expert and author of multiple books. You can learn more about me at lauradadams.com. On Money Girl, I talk about a variety of personal finance topics like building credit, managing debt, real estate, spending less, earning more, insurance, taxes, investing for retirement, mindset, and a whole lot more. My goal for the show is to keep you up to date, offer fresh solutions to old problems, and give you actionable steps so you can live rich and love the journey. A podcast listener named Karen says, your recent show about credit card pitfalls reminded me of a recent experience. I lost my credit card and had it reissued but the new card has a different number. Will the cancellation of the old card hurt my credit score? Thanks, Karen. This is a great question. And by the way, the show she's referring to is episode number 426 called Seven Credit Score Traps You Should Avoid. If you're a longtime listener, you're probably like Karen and know that closing a credit card can hurt your credit scores. But what if you can't avoid it because your card was lost, stolen, or the number got compromised in a data breach that wasn't your fault? In this podcast, I'll answer Karen's question and explain how replacement credit cards are handled. Plus, I'll answer an additional listener question for more clarification. You'll find out if your credit scores could take a hit when you have a lost or stolen credit card. In case you're wondering, I'm no stranger to having credit cards hacked. I review my transactions frequently, and a few months ago, I saw an $800 charge for Disneyland tickets that I definitely did not buy. I've also caught thieves sending test transactions for one or more small amounts that I didn't charge. Once test charges clear, thieves know that your card is valid, and they move quickly to make even bigger charges before you shut down the card. While losing your card or having the number stolen is a huge nuisance, fortunately, the potential liability for credit card fraud is just $50. However, if a criminal gets hold of your debit or ATM card, that's a whole different story because there's much more at stake. I won't go into more detail here on the differences between using debit and credit cards, 
but I highly recommend that you listen to a previous show. Episode number 403 is called Six Risky Situations When You Should Avoid Using a Debit Card. Once you realize that your card is missing or notice unauthorized charges, report it through your online account or call the card issuer right away. You'll need to file a formal fraud claim to help the issuer understand what happened and make sure they can credit your account for any bogus charges. Those Disneyland tickets that I mentioned were flagged as fraud and credited back to my account in just a couple of days. Once a thief uses your card number, the credit card company cancels it so it can't be used fraudulently again. Then they reissue you a card with a new number. Karen wants to know if having the original credit card canceled can hurt you. Here's what you need to know about getting a replacement credit card. How the issuer reports your lost or stolen card to the nationwide credit bureaus determines how it will appear on your credit report. And if you're not familiar with them, the major credit bureaus are Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion. Each card company handles replacement cards a little differently, but they have two basic options. The first is to change your account to a new number. So that means the original trade line stays in your credit report. It preserves the open date of the account and all your payment history under one account. So it's the same line of credit, just with a different number. The second option they have is to close your account and then open a new one. This means your original account will show up as lost or stolen in the comments on your credit report. It'll show a zero balance, but it will retain all of your payment history. Then a new account is created using the same open date and the same outstanding balance as your original account. So what happens is you end up with two trade lines in your credit report, one for the old card that shows closed and one for the new card that shows open or current with new payment history beginning on month one. Now, the good news is that as long as the new account keeps the original account's open date and credit limit, the replacement should be a wash that doesn't hurt your credit. An account's open date is important because the longer you've had credit in your name, the better. While closed accounts do remain in your credit files for up to 10 years, they eventually fall off and cause your average account age to drop, which can hurt your credit. Even more important for maintaining good credit is your credit utilization ratio. This number is calculated by dividing your outstanding balance by your available credit. I'm going to give you an example of how credit utilization works and answer a listener question about it. Every Stearns & Foster mattress is handcrafted with the finest materials for irresistible comfort every single night. Now, save up to $800 on select adjustable mattress sets only at StearnsAndFoster.com. Lesser savings may apply. Money Girl is sponsored by Claritin. If you're like me and you suffer from allergies, you know this time of year can be pretty rough. There's a lot of sneezing, itchy eyes, congestion, and they can really hold you back from living the life you want to live. Luckily, for those with allergies, you can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This is a product designed for serious allergy sufferers. It's got two ingredients in one pill that relieve allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combo of prescription-strength allergy medicine 
and the best decongestant relieves all the symptoms that you suffer. And what I love about Claritin D is that it starts working in as little as 30 minutes. Plus, it's non-drowsy, so you can still make the most of your day. I can take Claritin D and then get on the mic and record a podcast without being too congested. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Okay, back to your credit utilization ratio. Let's say you've got two credit cards that each have $5,000 credit limits and you owe $2,500 on one of them. Your credit utilization is calculated by dividing your outstanding balance by your total credit limit or $2,500 divided by 10,000, which equals a ratio of 25%. That's pretty good. Now, if you decided to close the second credit card because you paid off the balance, your credit utilization would skyrocket and it would hurt your credit score. Your credit utilization would now be calculated by $2,500 divided by $5,000 because you've only got one credit card with that $5,000 limit. So your credit utilization ratio would go from 25% now to 50%, which is way too high. To maintain good credit, you should never use more than 20 to 25% of your available credit. And by the way, if you want more information about how this works and how to build excellent credit, I created a free tutorial called the Credit Score Survival Kit. It covers smart, legitimate strategies to build better credit, no matter if you're just starting out or are rebuilding after hitting a financial rough patch. The kit includes a video, audio, and ebook that shows you step-by-step what to do. To get the free Credit Score Survival Kit, just text the phrase credit score to the number 33444. Again, credit score with no space to the number 33444. I received a more specific question about credit utilization from Peter, who says, My wife and I have several credit cards, but only use the one with the best rewards for most of our charges. The utilization on that card can go as high as 75%, while the rest of our cards have basically no utilization. Does having a high utilization rate on just one card negatively affect my credit? Or is it calculated on the combined information of all of your credit cards? Peter, this is a great question, and it's something that I struggle with, too, because I do tend to have my favorite credit card that I use over and over and really have to watch the uh, the balance on that card. The answer is that your credit utilization is calculated both ways. It's calculated for your individual cards and for all of your cards. So the answer is that having a high utilization rate on just one card can definitely hurt your credit, even if you pay it off in full each month. However, one strategy to avoid having a high balance reported 
is to pay off some or all of it before the data goes to the credit bureaus in the first place. You can check your credit report to find out when the information is typically received, and it's typically not the same date as your statement date. It's typically ahead of your statement due date. For instance, if the last reporting date on your favorite credit card was November 8, the next one is likely to be December 8. So paying your bill before then gives you the chance to cut your utilization. And again, you'd have to check your credit report to find out what that date is, and it's typically at least a week ahead of your statement due date. Now, if staying ahead of the reporting date is just too difficult to remember each month, and you'd rather just pay your credit card bill on the statement due date, then you're going to need to spread out your charges on multiple cards so the utilization on each one never exceeds 20 to 25%. Another strategy to keep the balance on your favorite credit card from getting too high is to make multiple payments throughout the month, such as every Friday or on the 1st and the 15th of each month. It's easy to check your credit card account information by reviewing your credit reports at free sites like annualcreditreport.com, Credit Karma, and Quizzle. I'll include links to these and more free credit resources in the show transcript on the Money Girl page at quickanddirtytips.com. Just look for show number 428 called Do Lost or Stolen Credit Cards Hurt Your Credit Score? And in the Credit Score Survival Kit that I mentioned, I give you a lot of this information. There's actually a video that screen captures me checking my own credit so you can see exactly what to look for. When you review your credit files, you'll be able to see for yourself how your accounts are reported and make sure there's no suspicious activity, such as an account that you don't recognize, which could indicate identity theft. This is especially important if your credit card information was compromised in a data breach. So to sum up this topic, there's typically no risk to your credit when you have a credit card reissued. However, the real risk is having your identity stolen by a cyber criminal who may have compromised your data. And the only way to really prevent that is to check up on your credit reports on a consistent basis. Another secondary threat to your credit score with a reissued credit card is what happens to any automatic payments, such as toll passes, utilities, or gym memberships. Whenever you receive a replacement card with a new number, review several months of your account activity to remind yourself about merchants who are using the old number. If you forget to update it, charges could be declined and your account may end up in collections. Thanks so much for listening to the show. To make sure you never miss a weekly episode, be sure to subscribe for free using your app of choice, like iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. If you're on Android, try out Podcast Addict or Beyond Pod. On Twitter, I'm at Laura Adams. Send me your question or comment anytime. And if you want to keep the money conversation going, join my private Facebook group called Dominate Your Dollars. It's filled with like-minded people who are reaching for and accomplishing big financial goals, just like you. To request your invitation, visit Dominate Your Dollars on Facebook or send me a text message for immediate access. Just text DOLLARS to the number 33444. I hope to see you in the group. That's all for now. I'll talk to you next week, courtesy of Money Girl, your guide to a richer life.
If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash.